Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 40, 41, and 42 of Lord of Chaos, Unexpected Laughter, A Threat, and The Black Tower. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Will Reads for season six, episode nineteen. Yeah, this is a good episode. This is. There's a lot of good stuff that happens here. It's gonna oh, be great. Yeah. Um. So before we get started, new patrons. We do have one. Uh, he joined during Woo! the stream last uh, time. That's Bully. Our Bully. 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 Yeah. Nice oh yeah. Bully. Bully. Discords. Yeah, he's on the discords too. So. Uh, and he won something last week too. I think a coffee mug. I, I shipped it out. So uh, cool. We'll be getting that soon. So cool. Yeah. So welcome. And then we also had uh, Ben, one of our uh, patrons. He upped his level. Um, oh, now he's Big Ben. Now he's Big Ben. Yeah. Big ben. So, right. We always I like, like to thank ben. people for upping levels because that's awesome. Thanks. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, just buy all the free stuff for people. Yeah. And I know, I know. Like last week, I said like we we're at two seventy, two hundred seventy thousand dollars. We hit two seventy five, so that was pretty cool. I don't yeah, know if that's a milestone or not, but we're like marching really fast to three hundred, three thousand downloads. That's a lot of downloads. That is a lot of people downloading. Yes, yeah. Hey, um, how many times have you downloaded it? Kidding. Early on, so like the first five times, I'd go back download it and listen to us, and then mm-hmm. now I'll just occasionally go back to spots that i thought were hilarious and wanted to hear again mm-hmm. so not too often these days yeah it's not um good. i mean i i download it to edit it but i'll download it once i release it because i've already listened to it yeah alex <laughs> did like 100 downloads yeah about about of the three hundred thousand, probably about two hundred ninety thousand are me all day long all doing is clicking he's got an algorithm going there's a yeah. server behind him where he just continues yeah. to download it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the secret, guys. It's just me. There's no, we don't have fans. <laughs> Got to bump up those numbers. It's all, it's all just me. <laughs> I've been gaslighting you guys for years. Like, yeah, we're really popular. People listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's cheating the system. <laughs> yeah, no one listens to us. Um, so yeah, giveaways. Uh, we did one. Yeah. Um last week we did on the discord or, or on the on live we have one going on discord right now and the person that won the book uh we did a twitter giveaway for a book hardcover copy of a book and we had like 400 people enter it awesome something like that it was it was pretty crazy um and the guy who won it lives in malaysia which is really cool because i get to practice my malay a little bit which is cool nice so like, like i got the right little bit of malay so which is fun um so ship that book out to him a, a book so. and a nice little handwritten note that's cute. I didn't do a handwritten note. Uh, I just shipped okay, a book. I, it doesn't come to me first. It just goes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the overseas yeah. stuff. Yeah, overseas that's stuff. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, other announcements. Um, Jordan Con. Yeah, we haven't talked about that in a while. So uh, in four days, October fifteenth, mm-hmm. tickets go on sale. No so, that's yeah, that's soon. Yeah, they got. Well, look how fast we got to October, bro. It's going to be April in a blink. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so the hotel block and the tickets go on sale on the 15th and they do them in stages so not all of them go on sale at once 
Um, so if you miss this round, there will be another round. They don't sell all of them at once. So that way, even if this round sells out, there'll be another round. I think two or three rounds completely. So cool. Yeah. Saturday. I wonder if they'll give us media passes again. <laughs> we have to apply for one. I don't even know. I'm 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 a bit too ashamed to apply for yeah. one. <laughs> I say we just go and in, and enjoy it. And if we get involved yeah. with a panel or something, that's great. I mean, I, I already offered to be involved in panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so let's yeah. focus on that, not so much the media thing. Yeah. So okay. that's coming up October fifteenth. But then also um, coming up in November, I have to keep on saying this is the Twitter Time Awards, hosted by yours truly along with uh Malkir talks and a bunch of other people actually we we now have a bunch of presenters um so uh, you know a couple of people that have confirmed presenting the way to leaf rob from weekly wheel news the black tower podcast Woo! lesbian nerdy uh nice. matt hatch from the dusty wheel uh some of three full oh, yeah. talk vance from bar the red hand and vance. as well as a guest uh presenter uh, by michael kramer uh, Kate Redding was busy. She couldn't do what? it. Yeah, Michael Kramer is gonna uh, present that's one of the awards. So, so that's I awesome. Listen. I might listen anyway, even though we're not supposed to. Yeah, to. there's gonna be. Yeah, some I'm spoilers. not gonna. I'm not gonna listen. <laughs> Chris, we won't listen. It's gonna be fun, guys. Just save that clip for us that way. Um, in thirty or forty years, you can play it for us. Just, yeah, just yeah. And it's cool. sexy voice. Make sure he says our name. Yeah, and and the tweeter Chaos is actually nominated for an award, and they they have confirmed that they are not going to be on camera for legal reasons. Uh, tweeter Chaos is the official uh, uh, Prime TV show Twitter account. Oh, um, really? so they were nominated for award, and they accepted their nomination. However, they said they will not be on camera, but they will be in live chat during the entire thing. And if they happen to win, they will accept their award uh, in live chat on the YouTube. So that, that's cool. so cool. So everybody make sure they right. and then tell them they need to talk to their yeah. legal people about next year. Well, they don't have face because it's a media team, I guess. Or I don't know if it's a person they hire. They don't want their face and voice because uh, of legal reasons. So sure. right. And I understand yeah. that. That makes that sense. Makes sense. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's still Whatever. I'm just cool. happy they're going to come and hang out with us for an hour. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it should be fun. Um, that's it for like announcements. Those are pretty big announcements. So personal life, uh, beach, beach, and more beach. Uh, I just got back from the beach. Uh, went down there for the weekend. Uh, came back Monday night, last night. Um, pretty late and went to work today from home. And now, and then on Sunday, we got back to the beach for another week. So I'm off all next week. So next week I'll be live from the beach and we'll have a guest host next week. The way to leaf will be on. Um, so that would be a fun episode. Um, yeah. So that's all that's on my life. It's just basically like beach, a little bit of work beach and everything. Yeah. Trying to get as much work as possible in between rough life. Yeah. It's, it's rough. It's very rough. Well, going to the beach on the weekends is, it's, it's nice, but it's, it, there's also a lot of stuff that doesn't get done around the house. It's not beach time of year, so not like going to the ocean or anything like that. We're just going there to drink. <laughs> so. Sounds like a well. I'm glad I'm not doing that. Unlucky you, uh, oh, 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 how horrible! Yeah. Well, uh, can only drink so much. I still have my kids there, so it's uh, you know. Yeah. That. Oh, that that's a plus. Up, kids are fun. They are fun, just not to be drunk around. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 be, mild drink. Spon- just just a little bit. Have a couple couple drinks here and there. So you know, yeah. What's going on with you guys? Ian, how, how miserable is your world? Uh, I love your so title. if you if if you're watching, <laughs> you can see that I'm still in the barracks. 
His name um, is Prisoner of Azkaban for those that are not watching. Yeah, I changed not. it to Prisoner of Azkaban. That's it for any of y'all. Like, if there's any sports enthusiasts out there, if you watch, uh, was it the Thursday night game, Denver Broncos versus the Indianapolis Colts? That's what my time here at the SRU has been like, and it's getting worse. It's like they they tell you they're professionals, and you're supposed to trust that they know what they're doing, but every time they touch the ball, they're just so fucking horrible, and they fuck everything up. Like, that's that's what this chain of commander has been like. That's what my experience has been. Like, everything that should be simple, like a simple handoff, they just fumble it. They just screw up. Uh, I've been on... Falcons, I've been uh, off orders since hold on, I've been off orders since the 24th of S- September. But because I'm leaving active duty until they outprocess me correctly, give me my 214, my discharge, I can't leave. What does that mean? That means my end of month pay was missing a week's pay, which is well over a grand, which means my mid-month pay, which is supposed to hit the 15th, is not gonna hit. So like the soonest I'm looking at getting paid is the 19th, and that's if they expedite everything and get the orders processed and whatnot. So it's been very frustrating. I mean, you all out there know you get paid, you log on so you can look at look at it for a little bit, and then you watch all those auto drafts come out, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine the auto drafts coming, but the money never came in. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I don't know if y'all have done that dance before of like, oh yes, I live paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> right, and if so, if you're less than three days out, you can't log on and make a change. You'll get that error like, oh. You can't make any change, Mr. Auto Payments, now because it's already processing. So then you're on the phone, like call and be like, hey, got to push back a week, da da da. And each one of those is not a simple phone call. It's like 45 minutes to an hour just to get to the right person. So that, mm-hmm. that's been my life recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a nice, like, I guess, positive story. It, not that I necessarily needed this. Like, I'm not broke, broke. I got a few bucks left, but obviously my priority was make sure, you know, the bills and stuff for the house were taken care of you know, food in the fridge for the kids and all that jazz. They're, they're, they're coming this weekend as well. And then, uh, you know, the last little bit, you know, for me to try and make it through until I get paid. Uh, so I was at the commissary and there was this older vet that was kind of going up and down the same miles as I was. And I was looking at things and then eventually tucked into the little back corner where they have the clearance section, throw a few things in there. At this point, I'm just focused on, let me make sure I have enough calories to go a week. It doesn't even matter what it is or what it tastes like. I'm like, let me put cheap calories in the cart. And then uh, he does the head nod thing, and we go a couple more aisles. And when he runs back into me, I'm at the frozen meat bin where they got all the meats marked down. And I'm just digging through, seeing, no, 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 don't go fund me. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they posted a GoFundMe link. Not not necessary. And not I, could afford, I, could, I, I could afford to fast for a few days if I needed to. But anyways, so as I'm digging through the bin – uh, he comes up and he's like, you ain't gonna make it to a payday. And I was like, ha well, actually they didn't even pay me the whole amount last time. And I'm not getting paid this go round. And it wasn't really complaining. We just started talking about, it was a long conversation. We talked for about 30 minutes there. Uh, but anyways, he was like, well, don't get that cheap stuff. Just go grab whatever steak you want and, uh, I'll pay for it for you. And I was like, no, can't do that. And by then his wife is standing there talking and she was like, if you don't let him do this, we're going to be here for another hour with him talking to you. So just, honey, grab the steak, put it in your cart, whatever. So I only had a few things at that point, but I did throw, <laughs> I threw a nice ribeye on there and uh, they bought me a few groceries. So that was nice. Yeah. So, nice. Some good I didn't like, instead there. of one 
nice steak. Can I buy five cheap ones? That's what I should have done. Just grab the biggest London broil and be like, I can make this last like a week for me. Five um, no, bottles. Was very kind of them. Get a, get a get a case of uh, beer and throw it in there too. And <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You know he probably would have been okay with that, honestly. But I wasn't gonna. He probably like you need I wasn't, it. I wasn't gonna push it. Right. <laughs> I wasn't going to push it, but anyways, all is well, like, you know, all the important stuff's covered, uh, in your adult life. And especially when you have kids, it's just nerve wracking for your bank account to be so low for so long. Cause while I have everything covered right now, if something happens, which something always happens, but until they pay me, I can't, I can't do anything, you know? So Mm, just one more layer of stress and all this BS. So I understand for sure. Yeah. Completely. Is what it is. Yeah. The old it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> we're, back to, we're back to that. <laughs> oh, it's like you know, if I don't have kids, I can run up as much debt as I want, and then the government can take care of it when I die. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Don't don't work you that have way kids, now. Though, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't go away. Um speaking of that, we just had our bridal show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the wedding, the final costs oh. for all the wedding are, are being paid, and it's like uh, I didn't have money Wedding's to begin with. But now I definitely don't. Ten days from now, it'll be, you know, it'll all come come through, and, and we'll see the what yeah. is what are the words I want? We'll, we will see the outcome of all the work mm-hmm. that we yeah. put in. So we'll get I'm to excited. celebrate with you guys, and we'll all get to drink until we can't drink anymore. So yeah. Happy's not excited. My wife is not excited about the road trip down there. Um, but mm. I, oh, you didn't tell her we're all riding yeah. together. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, tell her we're going to rent a fifteen passenger van for all the kids in there. <laughs> the, the, all the kids in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, but she, she wanted she wanted to fly. I looked at flights for Norfolk to Charlotte, and good oh. lord, they're expensive right now for no uh, reason. For no yes. reason, it's like four something. Or I mean, last time I looked, it was no, no. There. After taxes and fees, it was a thousand dollars for two us to fly to Charlotte. It's a five hundred yeah, dollars. Like, four hundred some no, dollars a person. That. Yeah, exactly. It is this literally year, it's a, fifty dollars. It's a beautiful drive. road trip this time of year. Yeah, yeah, it really it's is. Drive. It's five hour yeah. drives. It's one tank of gas. It's three hundred yeah. miles. Like no biggie. It is not worth. It. It's not worth a thousand dollars. No. I said by no, the time you want... like the time you wait in the airport for the flight and 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 then the flight gets delayed Tell five her. times because every flight does these days. You you're gonna save the same there. amount of time. Yeah. Tell her she just wants sell it to, to her a thousand dollars on something. She can send me a nine honeymoon gift. Yeah, and I'll yeah. I'll pay fifty on somebody to FaceTime it for you guys. Dude, our house needs so many repairs right now. It's ridiculous. I, 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 don't, I don't understand. Why. It never stops. They're almost yeah. as bad as boats, but they're Houses worse. Like yeah. we we had a leak in our roof the other day. It just popped out of nowhere. So now we have to get that fixed. Uh, and first, then... first time. First time. No, not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say it was the first time. Uh, but yeah, so we get that fixed. And then like the, the front porch, um, like the column, it shifted. Like someone ran into it. I don't oh. know if someone was delivering and fell over and like fell into it. But like, oh, man, it's like, like shifted. Like, I don't like I was like, I mean, I could probably take a two by four, prop it up and like move it back yeah. over. But I don't want I wouldn't I'd rather get someone and hire someone when they screw it up. I can just have them pay for it or insurance company. To me, try to do it myself, mm-hmm. and then they're like, right, "We're not paid for it. You did it yourself." Uh, like that. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Fun times. Yay. Well, yeah. Chris, I'm excited. I'm yes. a little nervous because 
I mean, the conversation of engagement and everything is still ongoing with Meredith and I. I mean, it's it's going to happen. It's inevitable. But uh, the last wedding we went to, she spent the whole time being like, oh, yeah, we got to do this at our wedding. And we're going to do this at our wedding. Like, oh, I like that. So, And I know how much planning you put into this. Oh, She's going to be looking at everything going, oh, we definitely need to do this. And I love that. <laughs> She's been taking notes the whole time. Uh, oh, I have a whole that. Google Drive I can share with her. Yeah, I'm so her to enjoy the night and just give me her email address, and I will yeah. send, share the Google Drive. I got links for everything. <laughs> yep, I, I do literally yep. links for days. Awesome. No, all right, you guys, ready? Chapter forty. Let's go. Chapter forty. Unexpected laughter. Speaking of marriages and such. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's a lot of talk about marriage in these chapters, but we start with Matt. Uh, and after Matt had spoken with uh, Egwene and Nynaeve and Elaine, he finds Tom. Good old Tom. Tom with an H. Thumb. 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 Yeah. So. This was great. Well, we knew it was coming as he marched out. That's who he was like, well, where's Tom? I'm going to go meet up with Tom. Blah, blah, blah. This interaction was fantastic. Matt complaining. And, you know, let's go back to Tom when he kind of started out with traveling with the girls. Like the word that he gave to Rand or whomever, I think it was Rand who he said he's going to watch out for X, Y, Z. Like he fully intended to keep it, but early on he thought he had to do a lot and kind of maybe run the show and there's a little bit of conflict where the girls were like, no, you listen to us sort of thing. And then slowly but surely him and Julian just kind of realized, be like, no, this this is their path that we're following them on. It's not us leading them down a path sort of thing. So he's already made that transition. Matt, having not been around him for so long, going through what he went through, he shows up and he's like, Tom, you gotta, you gotta help me wrangle in these girls. They need to do what I need them to do. Like, how can we make them do this? And Tom just kind of sits back and laughs like, I once tried to rescue a woman, Matt. Larintha, the rose and a bud, and a married to Galara Brute of a bootmaker in a village where I broke my journey a few days. A brute, I say. He shouted at her at dinner. Or if dinner wasn't ready, he wanted her to sit down. He took a switch to her if he saw her say more than two words to another man. I tried to save her, but I should have listened to that advice. Don't save her. She yeah, don't want to be safe. Don't save her. <laughs> don't you like unload on him? Does he get like backhanded or something thrown at him oh, or something? Yeah. He gets like, how dare you suggest that I would leave yeah. my unhappy marriage? Tom's yeah. like I was good looking and everything, and you know I had some had some money and had a nice coach, and I had to leave everything behind because, uh, you know, she straight up kicked me and then told on me. She snitched. <laughs> and every time Matt tries to improve on his story to convince him, he's like, he j- he just drops like one word. He's just like bootmaker, bootmaker, mm-hmm. bootmaker. <laughs> she don't want to be safe. Don't save her. Yeah. He's like, have you ever considered just, I don't know, letting them do their thing? Like, let That's them... preposterous. <laughs> yeah, which blows Matt's mind. But anyways, very, very cool interaction. But also coming together, remember we are talking about, all right, does Matt just end up going with them to... Where are they going, Alan? You're muted. Ebedar. Ebedar, that's right. So that's, that's looking better, or at least that he's going to stick around with them for whatever chaos ensues in these final chapters. Some fight's going to go off somewhere. And Matt's going to be there with them. They're going to think they have to protect him. He's going to think they have to protect her. They both look over each other's shoulders, seeing like both of them fighting like in ways they never imagined the other person could. And that's going to be pretty cool. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Matt brings up the letter that Tom's trolling with. Obviously, he's read it. Yeah, he says, you know, who's the letter from? And he's like, doesn't answer. He's like, oh, don't worry Has about it. read it, though? I thought. No, I thought the seal was unbroken. Broken. Oh, it had been broken. He, he, he knew, knew, he knew, he knew it who from. it was from. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you get the you get the feeling for sure mm-hmm. that he knew who it was from. Who is it they from? They say he knew. What's in the rain? Oh, yeah, it did. What's oh, we know the Tampa Bay. Right? Yeah. It's my dearest Tom. I love you so. Please hop on that <laughs> unicorn and save me. So is he trying to play it cool by not reading the letter? Or does he, he probably knows that, was starting to trust that Moraine was, to some extent, a woman of her word, right? And Moraine mm-hmm. did promise to let him know what happened to his nephew and who done it. That's true. Well, I think it was at the end of Fires of Heaven. Uh, Rand was given two notes, one to him right. and one to Tom, and he said, you know, deliver us to Tom. Yeah. Right. So, so but that's why I think Tom knows what's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. And so if he does know what's going to be in there and it is going to be about his nephew and what happened to him and who done it, you would think Tom would want to really quickly open it up and read it and find out. And I think it's more than just playing it cool. I think he's like, I know I want to know at some point, but do I want to know now? Because what if he well, opens yeah. it and and it's somebody that Egwene is working with and really needs? Or what if it's somebody that's exactly. important in the rebel faction of Aes Sedai and now he would he would have to try and take that's his revenge, my thought, right? My thought and that would too. just fuck or everything up. It, it would just like throw off the entire course of what he needs to do right now to be helpful in general. That was my yeah. thought too. Mm-hmm. It may not have to do with any particular person linked to these people, but just strictly it would take him to a whole other place, a whole new yeah. world. I hope he hesitates more a in opening it because it, it seems from this interaction with Matt that he's settled in that his mission is to support uh, these women now in doing what they need to do. So I hope he hesitates Correct. and because that that new mission is more important than him getting any, any sort of revenge, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and every time he, he says, no, Matt, we, we should do this, Matt's like, no. Think about the people we're talking about. This is Egwene. This is Nani. This is Elaine. Like, come on now. They they can't handle this. And he's like, well... Yeah, you'd be surprised, know. buddy. Oh, you'd be surprised with what they got up the sleeve, you know? Especially that Egwene. Like, he's like, you're not a fool, Matt. You really got to think this through a little bit better. You really think you yeah. can change your mind? Would it be better to help them do what they want to do and then coax them into doing what you want them to do? Mm-hmm. Right. These great, girls know great. a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. So, anything all this? I guess at the end of this, Matt goes and, and meets up with uh, Chell Bannon, with Bannon, and uh, it's like, yeah, we're going to stay here for a few more days. Because, um, obviously... As they, as they inspect a horse. Yeah. Can you reach the band without being seen? I want to know how this man thinks he's going to be able to reach the band without being seen with all his warders and eyes to die. Is he really that good? That's the question. He's their best scout. Well, and remember how Matt recruited his scouts and the people that he kept close to him. Like these are, he's got the thieves that everybody pretty sure they're thieves, but no way to prove it because they're that good at thieving. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yep. There's, but there's potential. That man's that really fast. He, he walks with a limp, but the minute everybody's looking, he's like, you saying bolt. Hmm. Yeah. Just a sleeper. So anything from all this before we switch to Elaine? No, that was that okay. was fun though. Yeah, was I like I liked seeing that solid transition with Tom. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's like, bro, bro, I'm just paddling. They got the rudder. I ain't even looking at where we're going anymore. I'm just, <laughs> just I'm just paddling. <laughs> Sit down and pick up a paddle, Matt. <laughs> well, I think he makes some comment, you know, like it'd be good if you came along with us, just and Matt says like, you know, just to keep their heads on their shoulders or something like that. Um, yeah, something along yeah. those lines, like to protect them. You know, Tom and Tom and Julian still think that they are there to protect them, but you know, I don't know, they're pretty good with themselves now, but well, they yeah. still get in yeah. some trouble. Yeah, it's yeah. a huge shift, though, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So we switch to Elaine. Um, Elaine's going to look for Avienda, but on the way, she runs into Brigida. So we'll start there before we get to Avienda. That was a fun little interaction. At least I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, Elaine's thoughts from the get go are, are the funniest. Like, as soon as I bond Rand, I'm going to make sure he has to listen to what I say. He has to tell me the truth all the time. He has to do this, that, and the other. She's like, I learned my lesson with Brigida, which is hilarious mm-hmm. because Brigida was kind of, I don't know, she seemed all ago and all aboard for everything that Elaine was doing at one point. And now it's like, nah, we're not doing this. But, well, she talks through it and gives some good reasoning. Um, and, and some of this would take time to kind of develop. Like before, when she gets reborn into the world, She's just a new person. She doesn't remember all of her past experiences. She only remembers when she's back in uh, Teleron Riyadh. Correct. But this time she's been pushed out with all of her memories. And before she's just kind of naturally progressed into being this hero type person. But now she knows who she is. And everybody, like, if we tell everybody who she is, then they're going to have certain expectations of her that she doesn't know she could fulfill. Agreed. So she has like imposter syndrome, essentially. Yeah, a little Maybe. bit of that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. Like, she, and then just fear of failure. What if she yep. lets everyone down? Like, that's horrible. And it, it it does suck to really think that you had all of these past lives that were so amazing and you did such great things just out of necessity. And here you are with with the skill and the knowledge of thousands of years. And then if and when people figure out who you are. The expectations just grow exponentially. Yeah, like it's like being out in the water, looking at the ocean, and then realizing there's no end to it. It's just so vast, mm. and and, and I, the fear overwhelms you. I I get it. Like if if I'm in a group setting and there's a problem we have to tackle or something we're trying to do, if I'm just part of the group and I'm able to listen and you know like input ideas here and there and encourage, you know, members of the team to play to their strengths here and there. Like I could be a valuable, valuable part of that team in doing that and usually rise to some level of leadership within that group. But if in the beginning we're sitting down to the group and Alan introduces me and it's like, Oh, we got Ian here with us and he is an expert on X, Y, Z. And that's why we got him in the group. So come in with your questions, bam. And like, there's this expectation that I'm the go-to guy like that. I struggle with that. That's that's not so much my leadership style per se, and, and it's terrifying because in the back yeah. of my mind, I'm not the expert of anything. I end up doing really well at most things I do, but my approach is not to just be like, "Oh, look at me! I'm I'm Ian. Hear me roar!" Yeah, I, le- I learned me. that very early in our, our friendship that if you try to get Ian to perform on cue, he just says no. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I get like, really nervous. <laughs> like Ian, do the mute on voice. He's like, "No." I'm like, "But you do it so well," and it's like. No. Yeah. <laughs> but but when it's appropriate, it'll casually come out and then it'll be awesome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain it. So I like I definitely felt her. That's what she said. 
Hey, yo. Uh, I think I definitely <laughs> felt it that time. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that is what she said. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, um, after all this, uh, she finally goes to find Avienda in a room full of ice and I. Um, her questioning Avienda, uh, and Avienda's just, just looking somewhat uncomfortable. Being that dressed shrouded. like a little doll, and yeah, and, and yeah, you know, Lane weird. remarks doesn't recognize her at first, you know, because she's not used to seeing her, you know, dressed up. You know, she's used to her in the cat and sore, and as a, as a maiden, last time she saw her, she was a maiden because it was in tear, uh, when they all hung out way before they went to the waste in book three or four, beginning yeah. of four. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I but, love this little trope though, like the. Super hot girl. We got it with men. We got it with Avienda and, and probably a lot of the uh, IO women that they don't they don't dress like the stereotypical girl, but they're also smoking hot, and you get used to that, and you're like, oh yeah, they're really hot, and then they get thrown into for whatever reason that stereotypical like, oh let's do the makeover and dress you up like a you know fancy woman, and you're like, so I know this is supposed to be attractive, but now this is weird. Like I know you're still hot there, mm-hmm. but this just isn't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me my goth girl back. Like, why are you? Where? <laughs> yeah. Um, but Elaine comes in there and kind of takes control of the room immediately. Just notices that all the sisters around there, she's more powerful than all of them. So she's just. I was about right, to say, except, 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 her, except I saw that. Yep. That was what I was just about to say. So it was really cool for her to be able to walk into her room and then express how she knows that she's the most powerful. Except for Avienda. And then, of course, she talks about the one Green who would essentially be her her boss, mm-hmm. which she joined Green. Oh, I saw that coming. But, like, yeah, I like the idea of a Green Queen. Yeah. It, it takes me back mm-hmm. to the most recent show I've been watching, House of Dragons, which, by the way, oh, yeah. they've done a good job. I still yeah. haven't started that. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get into it, though. It's, it's real good. Um... Yeah. So yeah, so clears the room. One I said I almost speaks up and she's like, eh, no, no, not gonna have it. Um have a nice day, taking her. Yeah, Goodbye. Taking her. Bye. And they they leave, walk out. She's like, let's just go back to somewhere private. We'll go back to my room and that way we can talk alone. Uh and as they're talking, she's super Avina, apprehensive though. Raised. Yeah. What? I'll be in the I, stone- I was saying yeah. go ahead. I was saying she's stone faced. Like she is. But, she is super apprehensive. She wasn't sure she wanted to even go, which this is not behavior from Avienda that we're used to seeing mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So and she collects been... another weapon along the way, an ass whooping stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like for, for a brief moment, even Elaine is like, I mean, Matt did say, but she just goes like direct with it. She's like, all right, so Matt said you're here to kill me. I mean, what's the deal? Navienda's like, God damn, wetlanders, they always get it backwards. Get backwards. Like, yeah. it's quite the opposite and yeah. unloads everything. Spank on me. Spank me now. Yeah. I've been so bad. I deserve Just... spankings. <laughs> and then me, me next. I deserve spankings too. We all deserve spankings. It sits on the knife and, right? and the switch. Yeah, you use the knife you know, if you use... like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You can beat me. When I, read, when I listened to like. that, I was like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. A, yeah. I, I, I draw the line of knives. 
That's that's yeah. right. Yeah, that, that's right. when I start yeah. using pineapple. Pineapple, 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 yeah. pineapple. pineapple. <laughs> it's where, <laughs> where I appreciate the way Jordan describes things sometimes because I did kind of slow down and maybe visualize how Avienda was posing herself after she set the gadgets down. He, he, did, he did take a little time to talk about how she she tore off her. I mean, removed her blouse. Yeah, let me just throw my clothes at the door and yeah, get down, get down. Get down. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so she has toe, lots and lots of toe, and uh, all the toe, all the toes. By the way, I slept with your man, and I love him. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. But I have tell to you. So um, do what you want to me. Do what you want. <laughs> Elaine says, you have no toe to me. Uh, yeah. Get up. It's but fine. she has to, like, hold her hands. Because, like, if she went, she doesn't trust herself if she were to go anywhere near that knife. Yeah. It's so funny how, like, uh, you know, we joke on Rand. We don't joke on him. But we while he's going crazy, he's got these voices in his head. But we all do, don't we? I mean, when oh, you're yeah. making a decision or when you're torn between two things, there is most definitely a voice that's telling you to do it and a voice that tells you not to. And sometimes you can win the argument in your mind, but in a situation like this, well, well, she has control of her mind and the decision she wants to make. She doesn't trust her hands to not reach out and grab the knife and, and take that revenge or it may revenge, punishment, whatever you would call it. Mm -hmm. So we all battle it to some degree. Yeah. Yeah, and Elaine's definitely holding back. Um, that she's shocked and angered by everything that that Avienda's told her. I mean, that's it's very evident. Um, it, at the same time, uh, she knows what Min said that you know Avienda must be the third, and that it is what it is. It is what it is, and there's not really yeah. much that um, she can do about it besides maybe just try to make the best of what's around. Yeah. That was a very Dave Matthews moment. You're right. I we'll make trying. the best of what's around. All right. Uh, so on, on my last point, sorry to go back a little bit. This just jumped in my head. Jumped. Uh, perfect segue. Alan, you know a lot about random statistics. Statistics. Have you heard this? Uh, of There's a certain percentage of people, like it's rather significant, that are terrified of heights. And it's not the heights themselves they're afraid of, but they're afraid of jumping. Mm-hmm. Not the falling, fall. but that they would uh, jump. jump. And it's not that they're uh. suicidal, but that once they get the thought in their head of like being near a ledge, like, well, what if I jump? Then there's like this urge to do it, even though it's not a suicidal thing. They're just terrified of if they would jump. Yeah. Anyways, loosely related I, to what I said I, before. I, I, don't, like, I don't know the statistic off the top of my head if you're asking me to pull yeah, no, I, Well, <laughs> 20, 23.5%. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more curious <laughs> if, you, if you've heard that before. I thought that was interesting. I hadn't heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. That is a very interesting. Yeah. Um, is that what the song, Third Eye Blind song is about? Wish you would, would stop from that day, my friend. friend. Uh, I think that's kind of trying to talk a friend down. Maybe. I know it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Well, hey, who, who really saved the day here? Uh, Elaine. No. Oh. Chris, you got to guess who saved the day. Why is Elaine yeah. not whooping men? Bingo. Yeah. Nailed it. Man. See? Men Men's was like, there's, there's, there's going to be a dangerous chick who's already in love with him. And Elaine was prepped for it. it. Mm -hmm. But also that all three, was, but but all three I, would be I important. Them already. Yes. Right. That's, that's a bit more than she was expecting. But so 
I believe she does love Rand. And oh, yeah. Min made it very clear that all three women would be very important to him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not just that all they all love Rand. But right. It's fu- funny, though, Aviana's reaction when she mentions Min immediately goes to the belt knife like, okay, we're going to Let's fuck her up. Let's <laughs> go fuck her up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, go. now we got him. an enemy. I can't no, share him with two of y'all. <laughs> can't share him with two of y'all now. Uh, he, there's not enough and, man there for him for, for him to be split between three. Mm-hmm. And so funny, the little cultural like differences there where, you know, Lane's kind of begrudgingly just, you know, I, I guess I have to share sort of thing. But in Avienda's culture, there is a way that this could happen right. if you're like near sisters or whatever and become sister wives sort of thing. And so she's like, well, I don't, I'm going to have to get to know her. I can't just sister wife with so some random, yeah, some random yeah. chick. I mean, I got to see if it's going to work out. And then in Elaine's mind, she's like, yeah, I guess we do we need to see how this is going to work out. Because <laughs> <laughs> in Elaine's world, like this experience doesn't exist. It's, it's not right. possible, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, the puppers in the background, if you can hear her barking. Um, I don't think anybody listening requires you to apologize for that. I, I bet you a bunch of people. I bet you a bunch of people you, listening went, "Oh my gosh, there's a dog in the background." Yes, yeah. I don't know what she's saying. If, if you do have an issue with it, you listen to their own podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, and yeah, so they talks talks Avi down about men, saying that yeah, we, we we'll just have to get to know them, and they end up just start laughing about how complicated men are. The unexpected laughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we end this chapter with with laughter. Yeah, so good. Yep. The closer we get to the end, I know there's going to be some sort of big battle, and it seems like everybody's going to be involved in it. So I keep trying to figure out how is this one going to play out and where's it going to be. Uh, if we go back to the Matt and Tom conversation, Tom points out to Matt how there's enemies of Egwene and them that are right there in Saladar, like a certain amount that he knows of, and there's probably mm-hmm. more. So we've been envisioning that they're going to like head off and go somewhere and that could still happen and it get derailed in some big battle, but their end fight scene could be right there in Saladar, which would be crazy because we got Mogadine. We got uh, another um, chosen or whatever you want to call him these days. Uh, Aaron guard. Yeah. Um, and we've got, what, what's the dude? Male Chandler. Aaron guard. No. Helena shielding, but no, the one they're shielding. Oh. Logan, I keep thinking Legolas. I'm like, fuck. Once Legolas got in my head, I was like, well, that's the wrong L word, and now you're (laughs) never gonna think of it. (laughs) Yeah, Logan is now Legolas. If it happened right there where they're at, can you imagine the chaos that would ensue? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be yeah, that'd be crazy. So we'll talk a little bit about in the third chapter we cover tonight. But as far as when we get to the Black Tower, a little bit more about Logan. Oh yeah, that side of things. Yeah, so we'll get there. But uh, that's it for this chapter. So anything else from chapter 40? No, not really. Yeah, it was a fun one. All right. Well, let's move on to chapter 41. A threat. Yeah, so um, we're at Min's point of view. And Min's in Cainland, and it's a beautiful city. And she just is loving the city because she's finally arrived there with some of the Aes Sedai from Saladar. And she's going to see Rand. So she gets to the palace and 
the first person that comes up to her is one of the maidens, and she's like, I'm here to see Rand. It's like, fuck you are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're like throwing up all the signs to each other. Yeah, the hand signs. It's like, no, no, I'm afraid of us. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, you wait here. We'll go talk to him, and then maybe you can come in. Uh, yeah, you are know pretty... Him. They're they're a little arrogant with their security posture. Mm-hmm. You would think there would be a little bit more of a process to get an audience with the dragon, or the whatever they call him. He who comes at the dawn, right? Uh, the the car, car, uh, car But what men did was walk up and say, "Um, I know Rand. Can I see him?" And they're like, "All right, come on." But if you don't know you, you ain't gonna like it. <laughs> well, that, that what if this was a what, in general though what if this was a forsaken like at the point where Rand was like no i don't know this person and the forsaken bust out their moves like all right half the aiel are dead if not all of them and you know mm-hmm. just kind of a weak security posture i think there'd be a better process there you need layers of security yeah that, well they finally come to yeah they finally yeah. say you can come uh, in and she's like what about what about my horse like am i suffering that too like <laughs> that was a, that, like, that had me going a little bit. It's like, uh, am I taking him too? Like, like oh, I don't think Ray wants to see my horse. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, she so, had to get uh, the last word, and she she definitely earned that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So she gets to the throne room. Uh, Rand's meeting with some nobles, um, and they're slowly leaving as Rand notices her and he dismisses them and jumps down and runs to her. But as he runs to her, she sees a ton of images all around Rand. Um, so a lot of ones she's seen before, but you know, the sparks with the darkness and, uh, as well as a new one, um, that's like, makes her sick to the stomach. Um, there's some, yeah, some kind of, some kind of aura of Isidai. Yeah, uh, the aura, but it's something's wrong with it, and she knows there's danger coming to to him. But in the meantime, she's also gushing about, "I'm not one of those girls. I'm not one of those girls. Oh my god, he's so dreamy." Yeah, he's totally so, one of those girls. But he doesn't help. He literally picks her up and twirls her around. Yeah. So now she's disoriented yeah, and just like, ah, "I love him." Yeah. Good point, Monk Monk Tricky mm-hmm. uh, did say that he would want to see the horse if it was Bella. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. I'd, I'd want to see the horse if it was Bella. The creator is here to see me. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he picks her up, swirls her around, and uh, and she and she calls that him a little head. And all. Thing to me was a little like, uh, like why are you picking her up without her permission? And why are you? This is this is like me channeling Chanel for a minute. Like you okay. should get her permission. And yeah, yeah. all friends, right? Around. Yeah, sure. And then, like, you're going to tell her she's not really a girl. Yeah, oh, that comes yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that comes in a bit. But, I mean, I, I did the same thing with Ian. If I hadn't seen Ian in a long time, I'd pick him up and troll him around. Um, you know, yeah, and, and... that's different. We have, like, permanent consent. Consent, <laughs> but we have, we have permanent consent. And we have safe words and safe, safe right crosses. She, she did say woolly head, and he did put her down, so... You know, maybe maybe they have their safe words too. There, there's your reason why, because Robert Jordan. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the way he wrote it. <laughs> yes. It is what it is. It is what it is. No consent. Mm-hmm. No consent, Kevin. Um, it's so cute though, men. You can call me a liar, but I actually missed hearing your voice. He was genuine. Like this is one of the few, one of the few times that he's just like 
completely himself. He's not. Yeah. Right. Not he lets his guard down a little bit. Baron in the moment. It is a sweet moment. Completely um, lets his guard down. Like he's and he could and he communicates it with her. We get the ran river. Yeah. Like yeah, hey that, man. That like there is the key. Yeah, I, I enjoy being around you. I feel like I just be myself and da 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 da, and like you're a true friend sort of thing. And of course, she hears that she's that's going the up the friend ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's like, that's "Oh, I ain't a woman. Uh, I'm just your friend. Well, let me sit on your lap, bounce around, and trying to convince you otherwise." <laughs> like, do I smell like a woman? Do I sound like a woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Mm. That's all that takes. The progression mm. of this interaction was weird. Yeah. I think even if you put it in context of, well, you know, RJ's this older man and he wrote it in the 90s or whenever he wrote this one and blah, 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 blah. I think even then, this the way it progressed just yeah. is weird, awkward. You know, I don't think mm-hmm. it matches up with the last time they saw each other. Yeah. It was but very before... clearly some sexual tension both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Odd. But before he gets into too much on that, I mean, he does hand the letter from Elaine almost immediately to Rand, saying, "Oh that, yeah, um, yeah." Elaine said, "This I had to give this letter to you." I made my feelings clear to you. Know that they have not changed. I hope that you feel for me what I feel for you. Men can help you if you will only listen to her. I love her like a sister, and hope you love her as I do. Like this is where men should have been like, like a sister, or wife. <laughs> I really capitalized on the moment, like. But you can also it also comments on the writing, like she definitely scribbled that last part in, like against her. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, so. Well, if you read into it, she's not wishing. She's not just like, I wish you love me, and it's like I wish you love her like I do, which is like a sister. So don't be mm-hmm. knocking the boots or nothing. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and so Rand rambles on about, you know, uh, Lee, you know, yeah. uh, we had a clean break. I got these two letters before that were conflicting. I'm starting mm-hmm. to think more than ever that one letter was actually from Elaine and the other wasn't. That somebody know. else like forged a letter, maybe trying to help Rand get this clean break or whatever. Cause it just either, either that or Elaine really is super yeah. wishy-washy and just, I guess also possible. And, and this is also where the scene ha- that we just talked about happens because he starts talking about Elaine and Alvienda out loud. He's like, "Yeah, I got these two women." He's like, "He's like, don't you know it's rude to bring up other women when you're friends?" He's like, but you're not a real girl. Wah wah wah. What'd you say? <laughs> yeah. Like the dudes. You know these conversations happen, but again, this progression is a little different. But I I had a friend. I've, I had a couple of friends growing up that were girls. And then, like, but they always hung out with the group of friends. It was mostly guys. So when I say one of the guys, I just meant mm-hmm. that we were majority guys and we all hung out as friends. Yeah. And then we reach a certain age and come to find out, and this happened in two instances where, you know, they're attracted to me and I'm still so dumb. I'm not picking up on any of the signals. So I'm still treating them like the friend they always were, which in their eyes just made me an even bigger asshole. And I didn't even know what I was doing other than being their friend. But I guess being a friend at that point, when they made up their mind, they didn't want to just be friends, made me the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, we had a girl that we grew up yeah, with. Uh, uh, yeah. Same girl. Maybe one of the girls we're talking about. But one of the girls that we grew up with, uh, she was a big tomboy and was one of the guys. 
and there's several occasions where like people accused uh, well i guess it was one time we we're over at a guy's house he had a trampoline and we're all and she was the only girl over there but she was just yeah like i said she played baseball with us and like she was the only girl in our guy group like of guy friends yeah. and um and uh our friend pat uh was was there and i remember they're jumping the trampoline they, they went inside and both of them were inside alone but they weren't doing anything because it was just like i think they're just grabbing drinks or something like that and her parents or the, the dude's parents came home and found pat and this girl inside and like flipped out I'm like but no, nothing like that was going on. It's just, it's just Liz. Like, no, like, yeah, like what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, no, like, she's like, one, no. one of the guys. <laughs> it's just Liz. <laughs> she's here for muscle. She's literally here to carry the water. That's yeah, <laughs> literally going inside to get sodas. <laughs> but they're like flipping out that like the guy and girl were in the room and in, in the house alone or whatever. It's, yeah, yeah, similar always, type yeah. thing. Oh yeah, I think it was in, like middle school age. Uh, when that happened, but anyway, um, <laughs> fun times. Um, so yeah, um, what do you think about all this before we get to Sulin coming in? Oh, I mean, I've, I've already commented, you know, it was I mean, a cute interaction, but it still felt a little awkward how mm-hmm. it happened. Like, is this a Tavirin thing? Is it the pattern thing? Mm-hmm. What made this accelerate so quickly? I don't know, yeah. Also, for some of the viewings, um, of course, we know some of them. What some of them mean, she didn't know it. But uh, uh, was it Il- Il- the first maiden that uh, is it Inala, Inala, someone like Inala, the first maiden that brought her in? She saw a wreath. No, saw no, the a wreath, wreath. Of, the wreath, oh, the wreath, and she had no idea what that meant. But of course, we know bridal wreaths for Aiel culture. Wreath. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, then there's the countless uh, stars, and then um, the other one was. Um, I said I was going to hurt you. It was like a purple yellow thing or something, uh, but it was all scrambled. Um, yeah. Just how, how now I'm wondering if that has something to do with um, the, the the link, the word, mm. the the bonding, or could it be? I don't want to skip ahead a chapter that Taim and his bandits turn on Rand, and while it is Aes Sedai, it's not female Aes Sedai, it's the male Aes Sedai. Nah, I mean, I, I thought that too. You know, the Black Tower becoming a thing like this is really dangerous for Rand because he is not at all. We're, we're we're not there yet, but I'm gonna sit yeah. ahead, skip ahead and say <laughs> there's Lord, a lot of implications in the next chapter. <laughs> Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, <laughs> yeah. Lord. Um, so <laughs> oh, Jesus, Lord. it's a fire. <laughs> so let's go back to Sulin. So Sulin comes in, of course, she's wearing uh the guy Sean White, she's uh being Rand's servant because she has toe. And um, uh, comes in and literally drops the tray because men's on Rand's lap. Well, men was getting around. And Rand was like, get on back over here. Yeah, get on back over here. <laughs> <laughs> I like you on my lap. That's how I do the Chanel. <laughs> now you know how Chanel feels. Like this. Yeah. The minute she thinks she's done, I'm like, you ain't going nowhere. It could have been one of those, on. no, I need you to continue to sit here because uh, you're helping to cover something up right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could, be, could be one of those moments. I look, I'm wearing short shorts, and I'm not. I'm not trying to give the help a show. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then where? would it have gone? Yeah. Maybe uh, the next one have. Uh, anyway, uh, there was a lot of lap yeah. bouncing. There, there was. was. Um, we do find out though shortly after this that uh, that there's nine I said I. Then we see a nine, which Rand's not necessarily happy about that number, and neither is Luce Theron. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Lose yeah, lose like, there. Oh, not good, not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. 
Kill them all. Oh, I like that. My, if I had a voice in my brain telling me don't do something, I think I would listen though. I'd be like, uh, he might be right. He's a crazy yeah, person. Yeah, you know, I'm a crazy person. I listen to the voices in my head. They have never mm-hmm. been right. I I listen to them. I don't do what all of them say to do. Because mm. otherwise, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd be in jail right now. Yeah, I'd be at Leavenworth right now, and I hear that's not fun. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, I, I hear the same. I, I only laugh just because I, I know you're paying. Yeah, yeah, but but Rand says, you know, hey, there's nine here. You know what? Three seems to be a good number. Um, Lou Lou's had said previously that three is okay. So yeah, three can come at one. He said I can handle three at a time. Mm-hmm. Clue. Yeah. Hey, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> but none of them can come to the inner city. They're not allowed in the inner city, and none of them are allowed to channel um and, and his no presence. And he'll stuff. know if they do. Yeah, no kinky stuff. You know, we're not doing any of that stuff. Little bits of air pitching his butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and this is also where Min tells uh, Rand of the viewing of the of the ore of yellow, brown, and purple, and she knows that means that the channelers will hurt him, probably Aes Sedai, uh, and she admits that she doesn't know whether it's these Aes Sedai or the other or some other ones. But Aes Sedai again, good communication between these two, and both recognizing that they could just be blunt and frank and honest with each other. Yeah, and and they both the trust what couple. the other person's, you know, saying. Well, I mean, for now, some something's bound to happen to screw that up, but. But that's mm-hmm. some, like it's crazy. Even in life, when you have that perfect somebody, you're so perfect for each other, you can't be anything more than friends. It's like really, yeah. You're the perfect. Yeah, they could be more. All we can be is friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but Min sure was bouncing it on it. So bouncing the dragon was definitely awoken. Yeah, reborn. reborn. Sure. <laughs> so Ram was, Ram was over there saying, "You." You got what I need. Yeah. <laughs> but you <laughs> see, I'm just a friend. A friend. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Alan, I award you one point. So in the entirety of this show, this show you are now at one. Yes. So I don't have that. You know, I downloaded this 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 clip, you know, just for you, but now that I have a point, I guess never get to play it. So um, yeah. it, it was it was this point. what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Hey, the night is young. Mm. Well, just wait until I'm finally off orders and I can drink again. Because Lord knows, I'm gonna at some point I'll start a thought, forget where I'm at, and not be able to finish it. It's, it's gonna happen. Yeah. God have sometimes, mercy. Sometimes Chris saves me. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes um, he's like, oh, I, I'm getting. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm getting into the dark and stormy tonight, so it's um, yeah, it's. Uh, they're not super ones. They're just regular. Um. So anything from all this before uh, Malane comes in? So. Nah. Yeah, I've got I've got questions uh, about okay. is it Sulan? Su- Sulan. Sulan? Mm-hmm. So this whole toe thing. At first, we hear from one of the wise ones that like, oh, no one can tell you you have toe. Da 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 da. Um, and then I guess I was a little conflicted where there's been a couple times where even though no one can tell you you have toe, 
apparently the person you have toe with can turn and tell you, you have no toe with me, which I guess those are different things, but it does seem. Yeah. It's odd. the relief of the toe. Yeah. Like so you had Rand. Toe, now you no longer have toe. Yeah. Rand thinks he's doing her a favor by how he's treating her. Like maybe it's supposed to help her get through her toe a little bit better, mm-hmm. but also in what he's having her do, it's, it, it, I guess it, there could be worse duties that she'd be doing. But if the toe is with, is the toe with Rand? Yes. So yes. if the toe's with Rand, couldn't Rand just say, hey, babe, you got no toe with me? Yes, he could. But does he just not, I guess he doesn't know he can do that? I feel like if he knew he could do that, he would. Then yeah. he would insult her. Yeah, but then insult her. Yeah, but pe- but people have done that already, and it's not been a thing. Yeah. Why can't Rand do it? It's about the size think, of the they're toe. Still, they're still insulted. It's just, it is what it is. You know, yeah. she's got big toes. <laughs> that's true. That's not, that's that's not, not how, how toe works. works. I know that's not how toe works. What I'm <laughs> admitting here, let me communicate better. Um, I have no idea. But, but, if, you, but if, you, if you ask, if you ask about toe, then you get toe. So you you can't even ask about how it works. Shit, already fucked up. Yeah. Someone so has to just thing. figure it out. <laughs> One of the first things I do when I get ready for the day is I put on socks, so I don't have to look at the toes. Because if I have to look at them, I get confused. We all know they're there and they do something because I've heard if you chop all your toes off, like you can't walk, you fall over, you lose your balance, right? But do you ever really think about them holding you up and doing things except when you pick a pen up with your big toe and the one next to it because you don't want to bend over? Other than that, you never think about the toe, right? It just it just happens. They just do what they're supposed to do. They're not even attached to the brain most of the time. Until you hit something with your toe. And then- right. Oh. Well, the, the toe will take it out on you for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Then you have toe. That's oh, <laughs> especially pinky toe. That motherfucker mm. can throw. Like when you fit. jam it into a door frame, you know that actually with you in mind, you cannot physically keep your toes open and kick a wall, like knowing you're going to do it. If you do it by accident, but you on purpose, your your brain will not allow you to actually smash your toes. Alan, you're just trying to get me to kick this wall with my toes spread open, and I'm not <laughs> falling for that shit. You should have saved it for a night when I was drinking with you. Because... <laughs> Normally, I thought about it. Whack. Oh, they're all broken. <laughs> Kids, if you're at home, do not kick a wall right now. Alan is a dark friend. <laughs> they would really get rid of you. They'd be like, you know, he is a hazard. They would give you yeah. your 214 tomorrow. Oh, shit. No, they keep me here longer. They're like, oh, you broke another bone. Mm, you got to stay longer. <laughs> uh, so the toe oh, isn't yeah. to land, it's to the guy, Shane. Now, that kind of makes sense. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, because they there caused them dishonor because they pulled that. them from their guy Shan duties mm-hmm. to go uh-huh. defend Correct. the car con. Yeah. That, I guess that makes sense. And talked to them with the women's hands when they're not mm-hmm. allowed to be talked to with the women's hands. Okay, that makes more sense. So he's really just trying to... His thought was, if I make her do stupid stuff for me, maybe she'll get over herself and and say that she's completed her toe quicker. And it protects her from doing more yeah. ridiculous tasks or dangerous tasks or humiliating. And things that would take her further away from him. Sure. Because he needs her. Yeah. He realizes that. And yeah. Well, I don't understand toe. Him. Rand doesn't understand toe. I don't even think the toes know. Well, he does understand. Him. A good servant is supposed to drop stuff just because he sees him bouncing a woman on his lap. Oh, yeah. We skipped over it. I didn't like the way he talked down to her, though, about it. Yeah. I mean, I understand maybe he thinks he's trying to help, but that... And men, like, snuggles all in, like... 
Ooh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's going to be daddy. I like it when you call I heard, baby I heard her say daddy. That. Yeah. Also, um, th- th- we skipped over this part. Uh, I'm going to take us way back. I'm going to take us way back. So when Rand are first talking about Elaine, they're like, she's like, yeah, she's in a place. I can't tell you where it is. Saladar? Yeah, I, I know where she is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I love that part, too. I forgot. I you know what would have frustrated me is the fact that he can make it to Saladar in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. And she just traveled all this distance to get to him. If he wanted to, he could say, you know what? Let's just go have this conversation with Elaine and Gwen right now. Yeah. And they go, have the conversation, and then come back. They could sure. do that. They could. He could yeah. pull all three of his women together at one time and say, look, get to know each other. Because yeah. you're all mine. But I don't think he knows that yet. Lou says I can handle three. Anyway, he could zap into a room where they all are, go, hi, guys, create a new portal back to Camelin, throw in a new edition of Better Homes and Gardens, and then when all the girls chase after it, he just go in behind them and then close the close the gate. Yeah. And they'll be there. So then Melaine comes in, the wise one. Uh, she's coming to, to bear some news uh, that Egwene's left for Saladar, and second, that... Uh, uh, that that which men had has brought uh, the, the already the news that men already have had brought uh, about the Isidai being there. Um, and well, you you get you get what the wise ones felt about the Isidai that met with them mm-hmm. and Egwene, and right. they were not pleased, right? Because <laughs> what made it through the grapevine was those arrogant bleepity bleepity bleep bleeps. Yeah. Bleep, and and, and Malane's openly kind of. Guess what's the word looking for? Doesn't like men. That first impression, like, comes in like very right. I don't know what the right like word the rest is. of them a little disgusted about what's going on. You're right. Like and, and being all up in here, and and men just turns loose. Oh, you're having twin girls. She's like, what? what? Oh. <laughs> I wasn't even sure myself. How did you know? <laughs> I just found this morning. I was pregnant. I didn't even know I had twins. And how do you know? You, I mean, yeah. And and then you're gonna you know, look of course, like right, mirrors. Yeah. Um, and, and they explain um, men's ability to her, and and like just instantly, instantly it goes from "Hey girl, hey, how you just, doing?" If you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? John Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And it, what's missing in that clip is at that moment Rand is still in the room, but they don't give two shits about Rand anymore. They're on the floor and they're gossiping up and they're swapping stories and they're talking. And Rand's like, and... <laughs> yeah, Rand's like clearing his throat, like, ladies. And the guys always faint during the, the, the worst part. It's uh, <laughs> Rand's like, I've been elbow deep inside like a, a cow giving birth. <laughs> yes, yeah. I've had to go in and get the calf. <laughs> and get, the, like, and get the calf. I'm fine. I'm a farmer. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> Some of the city boys, yeah, sure, maybe they faint. <laughs> yeah, if they only. Uh, knew. Yep. Um, so they're giggling, talking about, and and Emily even says she's going to name uh her first her first daughter after men. Yep. Yeah. Now here's the tragedy: men's worried about people finding out about her. Gives Rand the look. So Rand tells men that, hey, one thing about Aiel, if they give their word, they're going to honor it. So if she gives the word, she's not going to tell anybody. You have nothing to worry about. And then uh, this Aiel woman gives her word. But this Aiel woman recognized something unique about men 
that nobody else has been able to tell her. It's like you can interpret the dreams without having to be in them, something like that. So mm -hmm. it may not be that the wise ones know exactly what Min is, but they could probably do a better job of helping her find out. But now they're not going to know because they just made this woman promise not to tell anybody. And I feel like she's going to keep her word, you know, for as long as possible by not telling. Right. But I, she recognizes that Min is something very unique and has mm -hmm. a little insight to what her powers actually are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Definitely. as much as much as I feel like we're about to get to know more what that is, like we also might not. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much how we end this chapter, though, right? Is it uh they they they're they're giddy talking about things, uh, promises. Um, uh, men and Ran are left alone, feeling awkward at the end. Yeah. <laughs> is this where he offers her an escort back? Or yeah, and well, he offers her an escort, I think, to the Black Tower, and she denies it. But I think that's the beginning of the next oh, yeah. chapter. Oh, get, get, get into the Black the Tower, then yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That's begin the next chapter. Yeah. Clearly, I don't have my book open right now. Sorry. Yeah. The meaning yeah. of life, the universe, forty-two, everything. Forty-two. This is why I was so excited tonight. Forty-two. The Black Tower. Did you get your towel? Did you bring your towel? Didn't need your towels. All right. Yep. So, we're with Rand's point of view still with men. He's like, hey, I got to go visit the farm. Uh, it's where all the male chandlers are. And she's like, uh, I'll pass. She's like, he's like, what's the, what's the big deal? Like, I'm a male chandler. Like, what, why do you have a problem with our male chandlers? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, you do your thing. What is your problem with male chandlers? I wonder. People are terrified of male chandlers. Yeah, that's still a thing. That's and so a whole a whole big group of them now. That's a little yeah. more terrifying. Yeah. I will say this. So for our Southern listeners out, out there, and, and maybe even just uh, rural folks in general, this might apply all over the U.S., maybe Canada. I don't know. But uh, if you're hanging out with a country boy or girl, and they're like, hey, I'm about to go do some stuff out of the farm. You want to come with me? And you're looking around, and you're like, all right, I thought we were at your place now, but there ain't no farm here. So you're saying you got another property that you call the farm. If you get invited to the farm, always go. That shit is so much fun. That man, you're going to be on ATVs. You're going to be shooting guns. You're going to be fishing. There's going to be crawfish broils. Like, okay, Alan has an exception. I feel like he's making me feel horrible. If you date a girl that wants you to take it to the farm, sometimes the farm's not as fun. I dated a girl that rode horses. And it's like, I want to go to the farm. And I, just like you, grew up, the farm's fun. And then I get to the farm. And she hands me a rake and says, yeah, these stalls all need to get mucked. We got to muck. Right. God. Yep. Uh, go shovel all the horse shit out and put in the big manure right. pile and go. That was sneaky. She should have said the barn. Yeah. And now, what, when, they the say, when, when they say when they say barn, go, that implies like, work. This isn't fun. Yeah. See, I like. I got put to work. <laughs> mucking you like mucking stalls? I do not. Yeah, like that's a workout for you, Chris. It is. It is. Chris I is doing a four count. He's like, one, two, three, chuck. One, two, three, chuck. <laughs> I thought I was just going to go out there, feed a carrot to a horse and like pet a horse and like maybe ride a little bit, have some fun. Nope. It was work. Work There's every a time. Lot of work for a horse. Just one yeah. horse takes hours. And yeah. And then, yeah, you start dating, put you to work. All the time. Uh, uh -huh. I've invited Alan to things that like, even though they were meant to be fun, there was a little bit of prep work that needed to happen. And Alan, when he shows up in fun mode and you're like, hey, can you help me light the grill? Hey, can you carry this out back so we can all have a fun time? He'll, can you look, hear at his you napkin? Be, he'll look at you and be like, no, hell no, man. <laughs> I'm not here to 
fucking work and i'm like bro i just need ice on the beer out back you're gonna drink the beer go put the ice on he's like i didn't show up work i'm here to party (laughs) now we know now we know trauma in his past it's just all the trauma it's like yeah Uh, tell me i'm lying uh, that's on a boat they put me to work so not only did i get put to work the first time i went out to to the barn yeah, so not to the farm, to the barn uh, with with her an ex. Um, it was the day the donkey was getting castrated, and oh. every single married woman was out there, giddy with excitement to see this probably donkey. sipping on wine. Yeah, and they're all super excited about it because the vet was going to come out, and it was like a big event. And I'm like, what am I getting myself into? They're excited about. It. All they do is tie a string around his balls and it'll fall off eventually. Red flag. Yeah, red flags. It did didn't last. Word. Um, so, um, Black Tower. Um, so, after after she excuses herself, men, uh, Rand makes the gateway um, and goes. Whoosh. Whoosh. But intentionally does not channel along the way. Yes. Because he knows, he still knows if... Uh, Lou Theron gets any sort of say in it, he's going to try and kill Tain. He even yeah. made it to the point where he's like, I feel like if I channeled while doing this, I would be the voice inside the head. Yeah. 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 Like he, he wants, he wants, scary he wants Dama Dread dead. Yeah. And he, and he lets, let's go Sidene purposely. Did I say Dama Dread? Is that who this is? That's what I said. <laughs> Alan didn't correct me. He just kept on going. I got a little confirmation in there. Thank you, no, Alan. No. Oh, come on. Let's jump forward so I can be right. When did Taim get the most pissed? When Rand says, I'm first, Taim's second. Taim's head almost fucking exploded. And who else is really pissed about being second to lose Theron? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd like to say I called we this a while ago when we met Taim. I should have killed them. Yep. So, Anyways, so now, that done, now that I'm done with this chapter, Alan. Yeah. So as soon as he steps through, yeah. As soon as he steps through, he releases Sidine because uh, he doesn't want to channel. He doesn't lose Theron to try to seize it. And he takes a couple steps towards the farm, and immediately he's greeted by one of the male channelers there. It's like, who you be? Who ever <laughs> <F are> you? <laughs> he's like, well, you should you should have waited with the rest. You could have had another day hanging out in that fancy jacket back in yeah. town. He's like, he's like, I Randolph Thor. He's like. <laughs> you are <laughs> you don't look like shit you don't look shit <laughs> i bet you i could <laughs> but you gotta think about it now now we skipped over but we're no longer looking at like the farmhouse we're looking at the farmhouse they've done a yeah. lot of work to this place they've this is now the hunt club barns they've got a whole bunch of tents like Rand's thoroughly impressed and this is what pissed me off the most the fact that he had no idea the changes happening of the place that he needs the most. But that's what Rand's doing, is it not? When he dismissed Tyne before, he was like, bro, unless it's like super important, which this visit that you just did was not important, even though you allegedly saved me from that gray man. Yeah. Um, he told him, unless it's crazy important, don't come to me. Just go take care yeah, of Yeah, and I'm not mad at Tyne. Like, Tyne's doing his job. I'm mad at Rand for his lack of awareness. Right. But then there's the fear, like he knows it needs to happen, but he's also afraid of being around Taim. It's just, I feel you. I'm not saying you're wrong. How do you build in Taim's army? 
Yeah. That's Rand is not playing like this right. Entire chapter. Yeah. So the fact that this dude comes up to Rand, talk smack. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what Rand looks like. You would think there'd at least be a description. Then Rand tells him his name, and he wants to pick a fight with Rand. So clearly, Taim is not training these people to work for and fight with Rand. That's not been part of the training regimen at all. No. In fact, it might be quite the opposite. Hmm. By the look on Alan's face, I am taking that as confirmation that it is quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I think he even held his breath there for a second. <laughs> and I mean, I, I'm right there with you, though. This has been like from the very beginning. We knew there was something up. And I like Taim. I do. But Sure. <laughs> sure. But I, I don't trust the Black Tower. Hmm. Not under Taim's control no. or Damadrader, whatever we're calling him. <laughs> when can we officially start calling him by his forsaken name? Uh, when Taim and Damadrader show up in the same scene together. In the that same would be body. a trick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <And> interact. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Brandon Luz. Yeah. So Luz starts going crazy as soon as he sees Taim. Um, kill him. Kill him. Should have killed him. Should have killed them all. Kill them all. That's what Luz is saying. And he's struggling to get to see Saeed. No, he said I should have killed him long ago. Yeah. That's yeah. different. Yeah. Yes. Right. But he's not talking long ago like a couple of months. He's oh, talking no. long ago like Luz. Luz is saying this. So he's talking about number two. He should have killed mm-hmm. number two, Don okay. Madrid, long ago. Okay. You can now, show me again if you want. I don't care. This guy gets clubbed by air by Taim, and then you know a couple of his people come and pull him away. He's like, you know, take but don't heal him. Let him let him feel this one. And mm-hmm. so Rand realizes you're teaching him healing. And yeah. He's like, the little bit I know, yes, of course, because we want our weapons to continue to be weapons. We don't want them out on the mm-hmm. battlefield not being able to take care of things. Yep. And then Rand sees them, you know, training with the sword. Like they are becoming legit warriors. Yeah, like I have the whole yeah, it's like, a full training scene. We are men. We must be. Yeah, and it, it's not just a few. Like last time we came, it was a little ragtag of people that could barely channel, and now it's like it, there's a whole army there of yeah. channelers. Well, time is wicked smart about this. So even when it comes to going around to recruit people, um, you. You get a hint of time strategies like, well, you know, got a couple of guys that can figure out this portal thing and that's all they could do. That's fine. So we have them do the portal and they kind of travel in groups and go recruit. So I don't have to do everything. So Taim's taken, he's not trying to train every single one of them. Mm-hmm. He trains, you know, that, that first group and then maybe the second or third until he has enough people that are strong in certain things to then now let them train and let them work on their uh, areas of expertise. So slowly but surely, mm-hmm. he's able to sit back a little bit more and then just refine certain areas. So the whole training program is fantastic. The recruiting program, fantastic. The fact mm-hmm. that Rand doesn't realize that this is a Forsaken, not for not fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and, and also think about how the Black Tower looks. I mean, as he walks in, everything's all neat, organized, all chicken coops are in a line, everything's being built up. The, Barn's been fixed, and they're they're erecting some large structure next to the farmhouse. Um, and you later learn that they're erecting, I guess, a a tower. But um, it's it's starting to build up. Um, but yeah, people are using the cha- using channeling to do all that. And um, 
you know, Rand's asking about, you know, wants to know how everything's going. You know, he does say also that, you know, kind of content for training with a sword, but, you know, no one's died from the sword yet, but there has been one person's died and a couple of people, I think three people burned out. I think two um, burned out and then one died. died. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. Um, so, and then, and then all of you people out there in corporate America, Rand comes up with an incentive program. <laughs> before we get there you know that's when he, he first hears education the, too he hears the name black tower it doesn't sit well with rand at all the name's black tower he's like well i figured yeah. you know opposite the white you tower. got a white tower, white he, tower. Let, he lets him keep it though they do need some sort of identity mm-hmm. time makes a good case because i let it stand he said you know mm-hmm. you could stop them from saying it out of their lips but it's already in their head right which is true yeah once you get mm-hmm. an idea in there it's, it's not going yeah, and then that's when he gathers everybody together, uh, steps onto this polished stone, black stone dais uh, to to give his his speech, where she's not very good at even speeches, obviously. But he's like, um, yeah, so um, I know you guys don't know me that well, but I'm the one that's actually in charge. So um, is this thing on? Tap, tap, tap. Hello? Hello? Uh, I'm Randall Thor. Hello? No. Um, uh, I, I, I'm your leader. And uh, uh, I, I made some trinkets for you guys. So let's talk about them. <laughs> and he had a cooler name for them. But right mm-hmm. when he was about to say it, the hay fever got to him because he's at the farm and he sneezed. And he was like, you shall be known as. Ashaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ashaman on old tongue means the guardians. Yeah. Um, and so just like in the White Tower, how they have ranks, you know, uh, we'll have ranks here, too. But everyone comes here as a soldier. You know, and then once you gathered enough skill, you get a sword and uh, you become the dedicated uh, with a sword pin. And then if you come full Ashaman, when he does that, he puts a sword on, on time, puts a sword pin on time, who is not happy about any of this, obviously. Right. But then <laughs> uh, he mentions gives, the other pin and says, you know, and once you've reached like the level, then you're dedicated. Mm-hmm. And as he's putting it on time, this, this is where I'm convinced this is Domadrin. Or however you say his name. Rand is like, and if you're dedicated, well, you know, this you'll get this pin. And I guess I was the first, but Taim is definitely the second. And Taim was pissed about that. Does not like being number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rand should have gone like the office and done a point system and allow yeah. them to pull their points together. Yeah. For a bigger <laughs> prize. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can so, get some new tattoos with it. So, so would that make uh, um, Taim, Dwight Schrute, and, yeah. <laughs> and <Rand> Michael Scott? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assistant manager. No, you're assistant to the manager. It's a manager. <laughs> huge difference. It's kind of like difference. a... That's like my job, my role. I'm assistant for assistant director of... Yeah. I'm assistant director for... Yeah. Words... Here's a, good, here's a good point. You know, he's delivered on everything that's been asked for him so far. Yeah. Well, this goes back to what Chris was saying earlier that Rand really effed all this up. Yes. <laughs> Rand not managing it, leaving the door wide open to get effed over. Like, Rand has been so like distrustful of so many people. But then automatically trust time. He's is being charmed. Like, was he? Yeah. Okay. Good point. Like, isn't it out of character for Rand to be that trusting for something so important? I feel like it. So was he charmed? Was he conditioned a little bit? Yeah. 
I think he let his guard down and Vin Vinovici. And now you got yeah. somebody building his own army, calling it the Black Tower. That's loyal to him. Yeah. And Tiny even reports that his or army her. will equal, equal the size of the White Tower within a year. So I'm yeah. just as many Ashman as I said I. Or her. Yeah. Um, and oh, after after, after he does that, that's when Luce Theron tries reaching for the source again. And it takes everything for Rand to push it back. I mean, he's like having this internal dialogue that actually starts coming out. Like he starts muttering to himself, like, go away, stop it, stop, stop, stop. I was like, you just have to hold it off for a few more minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and, let it get you. And, and Times is shocked because he sees Rand muttering like, "You're dead. You're a dead man. You're a dead man." <laughs> and Times like, "Are you? Are you okay? You, you, you gotta hold it together a little bit longer, man. Uh, not, not quite yet." Um, and then also get reports that there, there's Red Aes Sedai um, outside in the countryside trying to capture Shaman that are are, are not, but uh, but male channelers that are coming to the Black Tower, and um, of course they're they're gateway most of them in so. Right. And so so no evidence yet that they've actually interfered. Right. So Taim's like, so uh Do you want me to take care of him? You want, you want me to take him a little happy little accident over there? You want me to take care of him? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. He's <laughs> like, well, what about all these Isodai inside the city? You know, they said there's nine there, but yeah, that's to be some more. At least yeah. at least eleven. Just well, a couple accidents. A Let's get those numbers down. Let's get the yeah, numbers let's down. Let's get those numbers down. We got a few accidents. <laughs> and Randon yeah. says, Hey, listen, if I hear of one Isodai dead. I'm going to blame you. He's like, but what if one of the Forsaken just frames me? He goes, well, then you better be careful. I don't give a damn. You better hope that doesn't happen. And you're fucked. Either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either. yeah. Like, I think he says, oh, you're going to open my veins and uh, and drain me if, uh, if, if you know, Forsaken frames me. He's like, yeah, yeah, I will. Hey, you um, better be on guard, buddy. Yep. Uh, and not a single one needs to be hurt. Um, and also he learns that time has been going into the city and spying as well. Time or has open, well, time is more like no, people, I, I have people has people going things, in, but yeah, so he has a little spy network as well, so he's keeping tabs on everything. Time's doing this way better than Rand. Rand just <laughs> leaves him up to his own device with no spies, no communication, he knows nothing that's going on. Meanwhile, Taim is so somebody posted earlier, but Taim's just doing what he's told, he's doing such a good job, he's delivering, he's doing a lot more than delivering what Rand wants. So, I mean, Stacy earlier spoke truth. Rand said, make them weapons. Not against him. <laughs> he wanted those to be purposeful weapons. Like that he can direct, you know, and fight with. Maybe yeah. maybe Rand wasn't clear enough on that, but. So, so what do you think the implications are of all this? I have no idea who Tanya is. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. I have no guesses. None at all, you None. sure? Well, you know, I was talking earlier about. I think it's the female. That, oh, which one? We we still have Grendel, Summer Summer Summerog, Summeraji. You think it's Summer, Summer Sausage? Who's down in Saldar? Halima's down down in Saldar. Wait, who came back with Halima? Uh, Osengar, who is not a female form. Not a female. Okay, well then it's not female. Okay. Yeah, I think Damadred. That getting pissed about being second. I mean, it could be Semarag. We still don't know where she's at, for sure. I'm thinking Damadrin. Yeah. But, so, you know, I was talking earlier about, okay, and Saladar, like, the battle could happen right there. We're still, we're getting close to the end of the book, so Rand's battle might not be anything we thought it was going to be. He there may not be up... no battle in this book. Oh, Just man. Just like haven't had a parent chapter yet in this book. Oh, don't fuck with me, Chris. Well, well if, it, if it is, 
it might be a that grand's be backyard. Real and he, might make you think you're gonna get a chapter you want, like you know, a parent chapter, and then. But what about this? What strikes, you don't get it? What Sticky. if Taim? What if Taim does organize a strike against the Aes Sedai, the Rebel Aes Sedai that are there in town? Rand, because of the words that don't read it, Chris. Somebody said parenthood. Don't read it. Um, <laughs> um, I try to protect you from it. I'm sorry. You're new to this, Hal. I just want you to know. Who's that? Uh, all right, that so for a promise, Taim organizes uh, an attack on one of the rebel Aes Sedai in the city. Rand, now, because he's a man of his word, he has to fight to defend these Aes Sedai and ends up fighting Taim and the whole Black Tower, I guess, initially. And then when the battle's over, there's some female Aes Sedai that died. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Taim's dead and gone. Uh, there's a handful of the male channelers left that, because... Time's dead. It breaks whatever you know mind control he has over them, and we actually end up with a happy ending where now there's this unification of men and women channelers that fought together, and it's the beginning of their alliance. Nah, that's too convenient. Jordan doesn't write that way. <laughs> he conveniently put men on Rand's lap in about twenty seconds, if that. Oh yeah, <laughs> sometimes he will accelerate the the plot. He will. But the but the dragon didn't rise. Sorry. Well, we couldn't tell because he wouldn't let her get up. No, he didn't think of her as a woman. She was like a horse. Until a he sniffed her hair. And then he was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Actually, there was something yeah. about her pose. She, she like put her hand on her good. hip, but her fingers oh, yeah, were curled like, up or something like that. He, that put his hand, he put his hand up on her hip, and when he dipped, she dipped. They dipped. Yeah, they yeah, dipped. Yeah, yeah. Exactly it was right. the dip that got him. It was the dip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, one, one dip will do you. And the, and the long Trust curly me on hair. This. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that deserves dip. three giggities. <laughs> three. Don't try and be creative, and you know, think back to your stats class and be like, mm, "What are the odds? Just this one, you know, statistically, this what? What are the it's odds? Never just well, the odds one. are one hundred percent." Ask Alan. That's why he got the snip. <laughs> yeah. So did Ian. Ian got snipped too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ian had um, fourth thought. He was like, I already have this hair full. She's got this hair full. Look at the, uh, the bud. Yeah. Yep. Although, yep, done. this is oversharing, but that's what we do. Uh, kind of put it in God's hands at this point. Um, I haven't done the full number that they say you need to get through to probably be fine. And obviously, it's not a, another 10 weeks or so until I even get tested to make sure I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But she's not on anything, and I don't like using any kind of barrier. <laughs> I, I, I never do. Right. I just right. <laughs> so, uh, so it's not like we might end up with an accident. I mean, clearly we're both adults, fully know what we're engaging in, right, and what the possibilities yeah. are. But in my mind, I'm like, at this point, pushing forty, it's in God's hands. If God wants me yeah. to raise one more, He'll make it happen. If He doesn't, yeah. He will hold back the tide. Our our our. Chanel's not listening too close. So our female kitten, right? She's like so standoffish, completely standoffish. Well, Mm -hmm. the woman warned us that when the time comes, the cat, the female cat will be attracted to the female in the house. And Chanel's been getting a lot of attention. So I'm like, oh, "Uh, watching the clock. (laughs) No, 
I don't think so. We, yeah, she has too many precautions on her side, but I'm still watching the clock. Like, oh yeah, uh, like, no, baby, I'm tired tonight. <laughs> no, baby, I got a headache. <laughs> no, baby, I gotta go wash my hair. It's, it's, it's just our honeymoon. We had a long, we had a long wedding day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, we end this chapter with uh, Rand saying that he'll make the ice and I dance to his flute, and uh, he says, where's my flute? So that's how he we end this in a while. He hasn't. Last time minute. we played it, he was playing it for um Avienda, right? Well, need is the key. He hasn't needed to play it in a while. Yep. Okay. So um favorite character. Or any thoughts? Anything we missed? I'm sure there is stuff we missed. But. So my only worry right now, Chris, you just planted that seed. What if this isn't one of the books that has like a fantastic battle at the end? What if it's all build up and like just a weird ending? Let down. Yeah. Maybe we're not. Just, maybe not a letdown. We're all, think... we're all just gaslighting you about Dumai's Wells. <laughs> we'll, we'll know come December. Sure. And and what everybody's been telling us about Perrin and you see how many pages are left, right? So even if he shows up for the rest of the book and does amazing things, he's still only in the book for a little bitty bit, you know? Yeah. So they've been leading us on about a lot of things. So now I'm worried. Yeah, maybe, we get Perrin, yeah. but the... maybe, maybe we should do a, a, a Patreon reading this week. Guys, guys available Thursday. We can do a, a live reading for the next, the next chapters. If I'm not in Leavenworth, I might be, but I also might be on the road. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and I might be at my dad's house. I can let you know There's a lot of my tomorrow days. evening, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to be iffy on that. Thursday's okay. rough for me. I'm okay. open Thursday. So okay. if he's open, I'm open. All right. Sounds good. We might do that. Yeah. So, fair character. Parent. Oh, you mean in this chat? Who? Or in this book? Who? Who? <laughs> um, let's see here. Before the horse that, that far, Matt was inspecting. Taim. I just want to say that he um he does show real concern for Rand. And I don't know if that is concern for his leader who he's following or concern for a person that he needs to hold on just a little bit longer for the master plan to happen. For a purpose. Mm. I interpreted it as a purpose. Yeah. Remember, Damadred doesn't want to be number two. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't want to be number two to Rand. He doesn't want to be number two to anybody. So if he can use Rand to kill the Dark One, Dark one. Mm-hmm. and then he probably has a plan to slide in there and either recage the Dark One, or he has some knowledge where he might mm-hmm. actually be able to defeat the, the Dark One and Rand, whatever. But yeah, he's he's waiting to be number one, number one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or what if Ballsy's so, back and was never really gone? That, that could be a thing, too. What if Ballsy's back? The Ballsy's mm. back in town. Mm. Ballsy's back in town. Do, 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 so, do, do, do. Favorite character favorite... has to be Avienda. Avienda. Avi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because she worried herself so much for all of this time, just for Egwene to be like, or for Elaine to be like, eh, don't worry about it. And she's like, really? And then it's like, yeah, there's three of us now. There's what? 
And she picks up her yeah, stick. That- oh, I need to grab my knife. And she's like, literally, point me in a direction. Point me in a direction. Uh, I got you. Like, I'm going to make this easy for both of us, Elaine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm ready to take my beating. And all of a sudden, oh, now we get to kill somebody? Hmm, let's do it. I'm good at that. I yeah. enjoy yeah. that a lot more. Oh, what's your Ian? Yeah, who's your favorite from this? Well, I was gonna say the horse that Matt was inspecting with his with his compadre there because they were like gouging the horse's eyeball and mm-hmm. all that shit, and the horse just stood there and took it. So it's not Bella, okay. but damn good horse. Uh, good pips. And, and then, pips, so. and then if if we're not doing animals, I mean, other than Bella, of course, um, I would go Tom. And yeah. him talking Matt into like, bro, you need to stop trying to like steer the train. You need to just shovel the coal and just get on board. Big one up. Go. Uh, that's maturity there. Yeah, it was good advice. Yeah, I'm, was. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Rand. Don't you say it, oh, Rand? Okay. Because oh, yeah, of the awkward, man. because of the Jeez. because of the awkward speech. Because I just sympathize with me getting on this podcast every week and trying to talk to people and. Not, and then just staring want, at you like dude. Yeah, you I don't I don't about? I don't really know what I'm doing. So I'm just like, hey, we're just doing giveaways every month. We're just gonna give away stuff because trinkets, because uh incentive program. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Can we please get back to our work now? You're boring us. That was the most awkward yeah. That just goes to further my thought that Taim has a greater purpose for the Black Tower. Yeah. By the way, guys, yep. um, apparently LeafCast is having a 100th first time reader episode. So make sure yes. y'all show some love. Yeah, tonight after this, go check it out. I think it starts at 1030. Got to slide up in their program. Yeah, gotta go. Uh, check it out. Hey, one, one other thought on the incentive program. A little more mm-hmm. insult to injury. Rand put some thought into this. Mm-hmm. He did. He had the trinkets made. One of the guys making the trinkets really didn't even want to do it. He put yeah, a lot of thought did. into this, and he's going there. He's like, this could be great. They're going to love it. I'm so excited about my incentive program. Crickets. <laughs> I mean, when it was just a little band of like 20 people, I think he would have gotten that reaction. It's like when a company like breaks sales records and like, you guys did so great. Guess what? Pizza party. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. everybody's like, I can't make it. I got a yeah. phone call to be on. I got to yeah. convince myself yeah. not to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> it's like the, co- the company I worked for the first week I was there, they had a staff meeting, they had a monthly staff meeting. So I thought it was like important. I brought a notebook and everything like that. And again, there's a cake in the middle. Like, yeah, we had the staff meetings once a month, to celebrate everybody's birthdays. So I'm like, and this is the last one I'm coming to. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so thank you guys for uh, for having me, but I'm not, I'm not coming anymore. Um, so, uh, the crown of roses is the next chapter we're doing. We're doing three Ooh. chapters. The crown nice. of roses. Um, and, then? and then we're doing the color of trust and then a bitter thought. None of that sounds like fighting. A color of what? Trust. Trust. Of trust. Maybe yeah. that has something to do with one of men's viewings. Yeah. Yeah. And then a, a, a bitter thought, which I can uh, say that one line, it's not the first line, but a couple of lines in it says, Perrin draws his reins as he enters the city gates. Ooh. <laughs> Alan, it's if you're lying about this chapter. one. It's the last <laughs> sentence in the whole thing. That's the only time Perrin's mentioned in the entire book. And then he goes, and what? Finally come yeah. to hang out with Rand, and Rand's not there. 
<laughs> Alan, before you pull a dark friend moment, Chris, remind him how tall you are, how much you weigh, and what you bench. Six, six, three, eight. Five hours no away. <laughs> <laughs> No, you could bench about four or five of his mamas. <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what we're doing next week. So I'm, I'm um, starting to go find me because if Perrin's not mentioned in this chapter, I will be flying to Newport News, Virginia, <laughs> and we just heard <laughs> out of Alice's mouth, it's gonna cost about a grand. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna lay down a knife and a whooping stick and look at Alan and be like, "We're gonna, we're gonna that get it for me." I'm gonna get a GoPro as Chris walks across the stage, slaps me, keep Perrin's name out of your effing mouth. <laughs> Now's the time we can make a gif for a meme for that. Alan just scored his second point in one episode. That's two points for Alan total. I think we're there years. now. We we can talk about this. <laughs> how long have you been holding on to that waiting for it to be like okay to joke about just the day I'll, I'll do the math uh, i think i think we're good enough to joke about now he, he immediately put it in the spreadsheets once it happened he's like i'm gonna give this a few months and then i'm bringing it back <sighs> anyway so how we can be found is at the willreads.com um and then you can find links to our socials facebook twitter instagram tiktok uh, YouTube, which is, if you're watching us live, that's where we are right now. Uh, we can also listen to any podcast platform that you want to. If we're not on the plug- podcast platform of your choice, you don't listen to a good one. So switch platforms. Um, I mean, literally, I don't know what we're not on. So, um, yeah. Crack. Uh, I don't do crack. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, so go check us out the there. Crack. Um, There's some crack that I like doing. Oh, well. Wink. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, I had the old double take. Like, Excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> Crack is whack, dude. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, and, and review us. Yeah. Go write a review. Buy our merch. Come join our Patreon. It's a great place to be. Uh, in our Discord servers, ser- server. Um, yeah, and come check us out November fifth, without eating Chris, but with a bunch of other people uh. that are really cool. For the Twitter Time Awards. If you see Ianette and Chrissy in the chat, it's not us. <laughs> Don't worry. So that's all I got for this week, guys. Until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time. <laughs>